Welcome to the Cosmic Co Show. This is your modern guide to the universe. I am your host, Betty, and together we are going to learn how to live our best lives through astrology, human design, quantum physics, manifestation, working with higher dimensional beings and extraterrestrials, and so much more. On this podcast, we speak to guests from all of these different verticals to understand what their journeys have been like. And together, we are going to learn really how to take elements of all of these areas so that we can come back to ourselves, find self-love and create a better connection to the divine source. That is the aim here. And we're going to have fun while we do it. We're going to wear glitter, although you don't have to. I'm definitely going to. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode. I did this workshop recently on how to work with Lilith because we had so much interest from the community. A lot of people are quite scared of Lilith. They only know her as the mother of demons and that, you know, there's a lot of people that say that all demons are bad, but I feel like we can't tarnish everybody with the same brush. So I really wanted to look at how Lilith was depicted through history. How did we tell her story? There are many different traditions, many different narratives to this fascinating character. I actually work with the spirit of Lilith quite regularly in order to help empower me and really just help me put boundaries in place as well or when I need protection and I always like to share what works with me so it can work for you as well. So if you're interested to hear more please carry on listening. It's a little rough and ready because it is a podcast sorry it is a workshop that is now a podcast but I hope you enjoy it. There's also a meditation so that you can actually meet Lilith yourself and obviously when working with any spirit any you know anyone in the astral always make sure that that you protect yourself first. I always say I activate my energy force field to protect me from any energy that isn't my own. And just imagine like an actual force field going around you. This works better for me than white light. So there, there you go. Hope you enjoy it, my friends, and thanks for listening. Oh, good. Yeah. So we cover a little bit of her in astrology. So with the cosmic company that I run, it kind of covers all elements of like the the universe and spirituality. So we touch on her in astrology here. I figure I work more with the energy and the goddess side of her as well, which has been really helpful in situations where I've needed protection, boundary setting. I'm less about the revenge side of Lilith. I know some people work with her for that but I also I'm just uh, very aware of karma so I always try and stay a little clear of that but some people do use her for um like revenge but I always think that karma is a great place for that as well what I was saying was that this is very much about the energy of how to work with Lilith based on the research that I've done and also the my experience of working with her when we posted a video recently, there was a lot of questions on Lilith, like, how do I know if I'm getting signs from her? Should I be working with her? Can I be working with her while I'm working with these other goddesses? Will she get jealous? What do I do? What do I need to do to invoke her name? And I feel like there's a lot of fear out there because of the way that Lilith is perceived. And so some of this is really just like myth busting some of that because I believe that spirituality is a tool to help you come back to yourself, to help you come back to your own power and navigate this life within this dimension and other dimensions so that you can live your best life. And I feel like Lilith is a really great way to do that. So without further ado this is me and this is the cosmic company so i'm the founder of the cosmic company so we 
uh, basically a modern guide to the universe. It's everywhere to live your best life through different verticals with a spiritual approach. So it could be everything from fashion to working with goddesses to remembering your power to time traveling past lives. I wanted to make spirituality and well-being accessible with no BS in it so that people could remember who the F they are and step into their power. So that's the whole paradigm of what we do. So I'm a psychic astrologer, spiritual teacher, and I bloody love what I do and working with lovely humans like you. Oh, Kaylee, I love that. Thank you. So who is Lilith? So Lilith is a multi fascinated figure she has been a figure of fascination and mystery for centuries and her story's really been woven through various cultures and historical narratives sometimes it can be seen oh we've got Roxana in amazing I'll wait for her to join um with Lilith um she's often as I said been quite misunderstood um she is somebody that comes across as quite an enigmatic character and because of that I feel like this is a great way for us to tap into more of who she is so that we understand how to work with her so we can really use what she offers which is power and independence and that's what we're all about here so essentially, when we're looking at this multifaceted nature of Lilith and some of her historical origins, we don't have the most time in the world. So I touch on certain points of it and her evolution into the modern symbol that she is. We're also going to look at the significance um, in contemporary contexts, including witchcraft, which is probably what the lens of what most of us are looking for through this. So just to touch on some of the history without going into too much of it, Lilith's story has been around for as long as we have known. So everything from the ancient world where she really appeared heavily in Jewish folklore um, and according to the alphabet of Ben Sarah, which is also anonymous medieval text, Lilith was Adam's first wife, which is what a lot of us have known her from. And she was created from the earth to be Adam's wife so you know like Eve was taken from Adam's rib Lilith was taken from the ground and she just was having none of being subservient to Adam she wanted to stand in her own ground and she chose to leave the garden of Eden and Adam she was like screw this I am my own woman and that began her journey as a symbol of defiance a lot of people think the defiance of woman began when Eve bit the apple for knowledge. I mean, God forbid, but it really was also within this framework. It was Lilith saying, screw you. I'm going to go and do my own thing. Also, additionally, while her roots can be traced back to Jewish mythology, it has been adapted and interpreted across various cultures. So every time there's more added to her character, um, oftentimes as a demonic figure and other times as a symbol of independence and strength. So it really depends on where you're coming at it from, who the author of the story was. As we've seen many times in history, his story, it's men telling the stories and it's often through the bias of their own lens. So when she left Adam and she was like, bye Adam, I'm off on my own journey. The story goes that when she was created from sediment and she was supposed to be like this first wife, she didn't want to have sexual relationships with him in a subservient position. So she essentially said that they've got to be side by side or with her on top. And he wasn't about that. So when he refused, she fled. And rumor goes that she transformed into a she-devil and started mating with demons and then became the demon children. And that's when she is named as the mother of demons. And a lot of that is what I think makes people scared of her, this demonic kind of viewpoint. Now, it, again, it depends on your lens. It depends on your history and your own point of view. But what I would ask is, 
to question things that you have known, to question the approach to demons. And when it comes to like good and evil, a lot of the time, good and evil are human constructs, often religious constructs that we have painted black and white. And some people in spirituality say that there are no, there is no good and evil, but rather layers of consciousness, higher consciousness and lower consciousness. And you could say that when you're talking about evil, that demons are lower consciousness beings. A lot of the time when we're invoking angels or um, higher beings that are of higher frequencies or consciousness, they have more of an angelic appearance. So, I mean, most angels can look demonic. I don't know if you've seen those angels with like a billion eyes, but they can be very scary. And so when we're talking here about Lilith and why she appeals to witches in particular, and I go into this a little, it's essentially because she went and did her own thing. She created her own destiny and she wasn't going to have her story defined by a man and started working with demons and magic and a lot of like witchcraft is around magic not necessarily with demons as a lot of Christians would have you believe but that's where she gets that independence and starts to become like this feminine icon so here we are, like some of the themes in Lilith's narrative are like this power and independence. So she's really viewed as an emblem of female empowerment and not just for women, but, you know, anybody that identifies with this icon, really like that icon of empowerment. When you see a lot of TikTok content, when it comes to Lilith, I personally think some of it can be a little toxic in terms of like, it's all about wielding that power to do dark things. So, you know, revenge, making people fall in love with you. And that is all entirely possible with Lilith. I personally and the Cosmic Company comes at it from more of a light, um, I, want, I don't want to say a love and light, but like essentially don't necessarily believe in doing karmic work as I've touched on. I've done it in the past. It bit me in the ass. So I come from the light, but you don't necessarily have to. It's your choice. But so her refusal, like her refusal to conform to that Eden hierarchical structure, like sits parallel to our own version of events with the matrix, this structure that has been created in society where we are all expected to work like this nine to five which is often a nine to seven you know we'll run ourselves ragged we've got to pay all of these taxes in a structure that isn't working for so many that hierarchical structure what i believe witchcraft and magic and astrology and and therefore lilith stand for is the ability to create autonomy and self-determination and power in a world that doesn't want women or, you know, gays or theys to have any of. And this aspect really then starts to resonate profoundly with modern audiences in this feminist context about regaining that power, that autonomy, that independence back. And within that note, it is a rebellion. Using magic in life is a rebellion. Having power, knowing yourself, following intuition, all rebellious. It's transformation. Once you're aware of who you are and what you can do, working with goddesses like Lilith, and you don't even have to work with Lilith to have that power, it's Essentially, you are challenging the traditional role that has been set out for you with certain milestones that have been put in place that we have to celebrate. Like, have you noticed how many times in life, in a woman's life, she is celebrated for getting married or having a baby? But oftentimes, if you're starting a business, you know, getting a promotion, maybe you're celebrated a bit. Any kind of act of you know things that set you up for autonomy and independence don't seem to be celebrated as much on a wider scale 
you often don't have like a business shower, but you'd have a baby shower, etc. So really, this is about challenging the traditional roles that have been set upon us. And so Lilith, therefore, has become a metaphor for change and resistance in that note. So these darker stories start to emerge as she becomes more well-known and she's depicted as this demoness, a succubus, or even a night spirit. So some of the things that might happen when you first start to work with Lilith, which is why people get scared are, you know, things can move around the room. You might hear your name. You might hear laughter. But for me, I was a bit like, oh, hey, girl, you know, like you're in the room. It's dark. It felt different to spirits that have done that in the room. It felt different to entities that I have known. It felt like an arrival. It felt like I'm here. Like even before I'll get into some of the symbols of how, you know, she's trying to communicate with you. Even before I was doing this, a spider crawled across my laptop and I I don't see spiders in this house and that is a sign of Lilith and I was like you can't you can't make this stuff up like you really can't and I think that once you start to be aware of the signs and more of the context you really start to appreciate how all of this is being woven together for you based on what you are trying to create in your own life the universe and Lilith through the universe will send you constant signs that allow you to know that you are on the right track. So with, you know, some of these interpretations, they've become known as menacing. And then, you know, that sort of like dark kind of evil feminine on TikTok narrative, which I understand, I understand the appeal of that can also bring this fear. And I just feel like in spirituality, we shouldn't be fear mongering. We already live in a society that wants us to be scared, that thrives upon us being scared. The ones in control often are feeding upon that energy, which is why they keep us in fear of everything through war and, you know, all of the shit that plays out on the news all of the time. And half of that suffering is, is terrible. And we don't want that in the world. But as part of that, we also don't want to keep feeding into that fear. So I'm here to tell you not to be scared of Lilith. And instead, I look at her like an older sister that's got my back in life. She wants me to win. I'm not scared of her. We vibe together. She knows my intent. Um, and but she's often known as the first because she was and she embodies like this ancient wisdom that you can use you can channel that wisdom for your own life for situations that you need help with she's also like a real deep connection to the pursuit of knowledge and we'll go into it but Lilith really likes people that go and learn on their own merit so the fact that you've turned up to this workshop today Lilith already will be high-fiving you if she ever high-fived which she probably wouldn't she will be really happy that you've turned up I always try and read and learn as much as I can about the subjects that I'm interested in or go to workshops like this and I think that in itself is an offering to Lilith in fact I don't think I know that it is that is one of the ways to show that you're interested in like really read about her her story essentially therefore as we've touched on is a reflection of the eternal struggle between the expectations of society and individual will what does the we want from the me and while we are a collective consciousness I really think that between this known and then the mysteriousness of witchcraft and the occult and Lilith all of this power that's why Lilith is about knowledge seeking because through questioning society through questioning your own motives encourages you to seek and therefore to challenge the status quo things as they are change doesn't happen in society unless we are gathering knowledge and that's why you know they try and constantly distract us through these social media platforms or like look over here this thing's happening look over here look at this celebrity there is so much distraction from ourselves and our purpose and knowledge seeking and so working with Lilith will help you come back to yourself and really taking time 
even if it's through journaling or walking, anything to spend time by yourself doesn't have to be the most time. Even if you're an extrovert, it's good for you to do because with this introspection comes questioning, comes growth, helps you understand the way that you work and where you need support and where you can call upon her for support. With this in mind, her mythos is really filled with tales of this challenging of authority. And I, since I was a child, have challenged authority. I have never understood certain things if they didn't make sense or they made people feel bad or if there was a quicker way to do it. And I, I was always like, well, why wouldn't we do it this way? And that got me in trouble a lot of the time. And I've always, always tried to get independence through running my own business, through like running startups and any of the above. And I never knew that that was exactly the embodiment of Lilith. So I've actually been working with Lilith energy for most of my life because I've dealt with like entities and spirits for most of my life. And I actually needed some protection from them as well, which she can help with. And as part of it, she, um, you know, while she's seen as Adam's first companion, and she refused to submit to him and asserted her own equality. When I have needed to assert equality and independence, especially in a lot of male relationships, I have called upon her and she has helped me. And I'll share a little bit more about what that looks like and how you can do it and what happened for me with that. So with that, Lilith is this ultimate questioner like why are we doing it this way like what is that for she doesn't accept things at face value and she encourages the same from you a great way to not accept things at face value is to always always follow your intuition like I've been talking about this a lot recently the number one way to come back to your power is to follow your intuition if you think that she's working with you then you are not just thinking that, that is a message. And sometimes people don't understand the difference between their imagination and, you know, another voice. Like, how do I know it's me and not her? A lot of the time is because when she speaks to me, she uses words and like the way that she speaks, the cadence, the speed of how she speaks isn't how I speak. It's the same when I'm channeling galactic beings. They talk in ways I would never talk. And for a long time, people who were channeling have been called schizophrenic, you know, because it's like it's hearing voices from another another origin. But then a lot of society has convinced us that all of that is just mental illness, when in fact, some of it could be the fact that these people are channeling haven't been understood throughout the eras. It's not to say that all mental health conditions are someone channeling or being psychic. I'm not saying that either, but you really have to learn to trust your intuition. And the more that you do something, the more that you'll trust it. Like I didn't know how to work with her straight away. I didn't know how to channel straight away, but I just kept doing it. And I kept understanding that this didn't sound like me. This got a slightly different tonality or way of speaking to me. And I channel like through having conversations with myself, but other people channel through writing. You might write a question and then channel the answer like, Lilith, what do I need to learn about this relationship with my boyfriend? Why can't I leave him? What do I need to do? And then channel the answer from Lilith. That's a great way to like work with her as well. So when we start to look at Lilith, so we've looked at, you know, what she looks like from your know, goddess side, what she looks like from mother of demons, but there's also Lilith in astrology, which is what some of us were talking about earlier. So Lilith in astrology isn't just one astrological point, but there's actual multiple entities in the birth charts. And what that means is that we've got different elements of Lilith that are in the birth chart. And you can look at which house in the birth chart that they sit in, which sign that they're near or in degrees to, to understand how that Lilith energy of questioning of um, independence, of power, sits within an energetic and 
astrological framework for you. So one of the most commonly referenced Liliths in astrology is Black Moon Lilith or Mean Lilith. So essentially this is the point in the moon's elliptical orbit around earth which is furthest away so it's not a physical body but it's a mathematical point so really in the natal chart this black lilith embodies the wild untamed feminine energy really bringing around that same sort of like you know dark feminine energy that lilith has and it points to the areas in your life where you might feel oppressed marginalized or that you might rebel against conventional norms so again you each house represents a different thing I'm not going to go into that today I've actually got workshops on that that we've done in the past as part of the membership in the library and you can see what each house means and you can look it up online you can google it really easily as well there's loads of YouTubes about it um, and you can start to see where that black moon Lilith is is located for you and then you've also got the oscillating or true Lilith. So this is similar to the black moon Lilith, but it accounts for the moon's erratic movement. So while its position, so while it can be similar, it's it can also differ. So what you do is you take the different elements of these Liliths in your chart and you get the full picture of what it stands for with you. And then with asteroid Lilith, this is a physical body that orbits the sun. So this is really found in the asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. And in a natal chart, it represents the facets of the Lilith myth and how it can manifest in your life. So what that means is, um, we've got a rep rep repetition there. And what that means is that it's like, how do the, the different myths around her, so from goddess to demon mother, all with that independence of being the first, how does that come into your life? Where do you need to be the first? Where do you need to strike independence? You know, where can you move forwards with that Lilith energy on in your natal chart? So this is what we touched on earlier. But when we're looking at Lilith in a natal chart, um, you look at the sign and the house that they play in. So by sign, Lilith sign can reveal the wild, untamed and repressed energies within your personality and action. So for example, Lilith in Scorpio might intensify one's passion, desire and rebellious tendencies related to taboo topics or secrets. So that would be like how it would work within Scorpio, but you know, it would be different again in leo so by house this then shows you the area of life where you can face challenges or where you need to rebel or seek independence so lilith in the seventh house would indicate challenges or unconventional circumstances in partnerships and close relationships as an example the number one thing that i want to get across to you today is that lilith is completely misunderstood i think in wider culture and you do not need to be scared of her you can also work with her and other goddesses like i know some people think that you can't work with her with um hecate but they are like very similar energies and i think are complementary i think it's fear-mongering once again to say that you can't can and can't do this you have to use your intuition and your own discernment to understand what works for you and with that in mind there's no need to be scared of her because she's misunderstood not malicious so like over the centuries the portrayal of her across cultures and traditions have really depicted her in this darker light and while she does have that darker energy so do we all so do we all have light and dark so it really like I said it's up to you how you want to work with her but it's essentially to recognize that many of these tales really rise from misunderstandings or attempts to suppress female figures in history, especially powerful ones. Lilith really, like we talked about, with that independence and that autonomy and a refusal to be subjugated doesn't really work with the patriarchy. I mean, ding dong, are you going to kill the patriarchy? You ain't going to support um, like anything that you know goes with Lilith. So I think that don't be too scared by people are like oh you need to be careful when working with Lilith it's like anything in magic it's like anything in witchcraft you always have to come from a, a higher intention stay in your own power and have boundaries like you know we're working with 
um, deities that are all part of the one God. They're all like Lilith is an energy of God. It's a certain face of God that you're working with. Whereas, you know, you've got other goddesses and gods that all represent the one, but you're working with a facet or fractal part of energy of that God. So don't be scared. Essentially as well, the theme here is really empowerment over fear. So she does represent the untamed wild aspect of the feminine, but we're always told, don't, you know, don't be emotional. You're crazy. Or have you got your period? Like we've been suppressed for so long or domesticated through these chores of like caregiving and you know, if it's not looking after kids, it's like, then you're looking after your parents when they get older, all important and not to negate that. But that is not the only like role of woman. And a lot of women have this like wild rage. A lot of us are so angry because we've been suppressed and abused and told for so long that we are supposed to be small in every single fucking way. And what I love about Lilith is that it's about being untamed. It's about being wild. It's about saying, fuck the system. What do I stand for and what makes me happy? And also like what needs to be healed? And there's nothing wrong with being angry. But as I said on Saturday at Cosmic Fest, like, what happened to you isn't your fault, but it is your responsibility to heal it. And I think working with Lilith is a way to heal it, to understand sacred rage. And, you know, some of the ways that I work with Lilith and rage is to go into the woods and scream. Screaming's an amazing fucking release. And Lilith loves that primal energy. You know, like there is absolutely nothing wrong with using your anger as an empowerment tool because on a frequency level anger moves you up the frequency scale to other emotions so it's a great place to be so under anger on the consciousness scale is like sadness and depression which is way like way harder to move up up the scale from but when you're at anger you can use that to move to fuel but it's when society you know, really convinces us that it's us that's at fault. So we turn the anger on ourselves and we become angry at everything. And, you know, we punish ourselves and we may self-harm or, you know, get into toxic relationships or do any of these things that harm us because we have been told time and again that it is not our place to go out there and be ourselves, to live in our wild feminine power. And Lilith is about a deeper understanding of who you truly are. With that then comes this guide to self-discovery because once you understand what the hell you're angry about, like really, and I was angry my whole life. I have been honest about this. Like I was really angry and it really didn't understand the rage until about four years ago and who it was that I was angry about. And it certainly wasn't me. I wasn't angry at me anymore. And once I knew that, once I then could seek the knowledge as Lilith likes on how to heal what I needed to do. And then when I could heal some of that, I started to understand more of who I was. That independence is an invitation to grow and evolve in a world that does not want us to evolve into what we want to be versus what they want us to be. And again, Lilith brings you back to yourself with that insistence on self-reliance and introspection. So this isn't threatening, it's empowering. And that's why I bloody love Lilith. And from that, once you know what it is that you're healing and who you are and what you stand for, your relationships change. You don't stand for the stuff that you used to stand for. You don't stand for the same patterns of, you know, toxic behavior that, you know, you have been responsible for in your part as well, because you often didn't know any better. But once you know better, you do better. Then everything gets better and with that respectful relationship it's also about having like genuine intent and respect 
for Lilith. And I don't feel like you'd be here or watching this if you didn't. So if you seek her with an open heart and a willingness to learn, like you'll find a guide from her, like that older sister energy, like not a foe, like she's not your enemy. She's not here to scare you. She's here to empower you. And then with the, you know, all of the different interpretations that Lilith has, with many people like finding her to be the symbol of strength and resilience and healing because there's nothing better than stepping into your power. There's no nothing more life-confirming. So when you find that connection with her, it, it has to be said, like how you might perceive her might be different to how someone else perceives her. Like none of us see the world exactly the same way. We're all creating a, uh, a reality based on who we are not what is out there necessarily because our our thoughts and feelings and experiences skew our own viewpoint and knowledge and it's the same with how we approach Lilith you might have similar experiences to people but it's okay if your relationship with Lilith isn't identical to somebody else's relationship or if someone's doing something and they're on TikTok talking about it and that doesn't resonate with you it doesn't mean that you're doing wrong it's just that you're working with her in the energy of where you're at so try not to compare too much and try not to worry too much about what other people are doing and how they're working with her but bearing in mind, obviously, that when we're researching, we are getting other people's examples and other people's ways of working. So just use your discernment and, again, your intuition and pick what works for you. Like I've said, I don't work with the karmic side of Lilith. That's not my reality with her, but it could be your reality if you wanted it to be. I work with her to help my, you know, self-power to even, you know, do workshops like this to get up in front of hundreds of people and do talks or singing like I call upon her for confidence and empowerment so that I can do my job to help people heal and learn and remember who they are even when you know things like Eventbrite links aren't working and the tech is failing and you're trying to do it all and you're by yourself you're never by yourself because Lilith is with you and she's here to support you not scare you so I I think, and this is my reality with Lilith, but it's been said by others as well, that she really doesn't align with those that don't appreciate intellect. And what we mean by that is not like a highbrow intelligence. She is a beacon for those that are willing to think and what she is on what those people that are willing to think for themselves and how they challenge societal constructs to pursue these deeper truths and within that her energy is one of discernment so it's not necessarily always accepting this like handed down wisdom even from me go out and do your own research and then find what works for you and you could even create like a Lilith journal things that you're learning along the way. I mean, you probably have a lot of different journals if you did this for everything that you were learning. But, you know, if you want to go on a journey with Lilith, you could create like a really beautiful journal as an offering and everything that you're learning. She would love that. She would love it. You could get it in her colors, you know, the dark reds and the purples, the blacks and the leathers. It's kind of like a Scorpio vibe. She would absolutely understand that you are then offering this and you don't um we talk about altars a little later on you don't have to have an altar to work with Lilith you having a relationship with her you seeking knowledge with her you your offering is the life that you're creating the the seeking of self-respect the seeking of discernment and intellect and going on a journey of magic and not taking anyone's shit that's the offering you're the altar you are the product you are enough so that's why so many witches I think love Lilith because she really embodies this like spirit of resistance that a lot of us have with empowerment and self-determination because for so long witches were hunted and killed because of their threat to the patriarchy to religion independence you know their independence was their threat and ultimately what got a lot of them killed as well as just being women and 
this refusal to fit into this restrictive societal norm is exactly where we're going now. Like so many others are saying, this isn't for me. I want a different way of life. And she's the perfect icon for that, honey. She's like, she fucking loves that shit. So here are some ways that you can know that she's reaching out to you. So if she's been showing up in your life through dreams, synchronicities or symbols, this is all a sign. Like most deities and spirits, when they want to talk to a practitioner, they will let you know. A lot of the time, if you're asking the question, is she reaching out to me, then most likely she is because it's in your mind. It's in your mind as a thought. It comes as a thought and she can be persistent. And this persistent appearance is the invitation. And it's beckoning you to delve deeper into her mysteries and embrace the power that she offers. She doesn't choose everyone. So when she chooses you, feel free to go along for the invitation for the ride. You will not ever regret it. So as we've talked about, when we're seeking knowledge, it's not about amassing that knowledge haphazardly. It's about purposeful learning and questioning and understanding. To really connect to her energy, you've got to really demonstrate a commitment to this intellectual exploration. And again, you don't need to go and learn everything under the sun, but you certainly want to immerse yourself into her lore, her story. See what like what aspect of her works for you. The depth and breadth of information available about her is really this never-ending reservoir from these ancient Jew Jewish tales to like the Babylonian and archaeological records to even, you know, contemporary horror. Getting involved in all of it or some of it is enough for Lilith. Just make sure that you're doing something. So again, other signs that she's reaching out to you. So seeing or dreaming of snakes, red roses, spiders, as I got earlier, blackbirds, owls, and apples. And in tarot, you can get the cards, the high priestess, strength, queen of swords, and the moon, which can jump out. And that's also Lilith's energy for you as well. I would say as well, like other ways that you know that she's reaching out to you for me, it was seeing her loads in the algorithm, like on social, like, you know, I'm a tech girl. So whenever I'm on the apps and she was appearing a lot, well, that's also her reaching out to you. So if you like are seeing these signs and you're questioning it, the fact you're questioning it is also the sign. That's enough. If you're thinking about it, that's the sign. So don't keep doubting it. Like if you think it once, twice, three times, that's it. That's enough. That's the journey, the invitation. Let's go. Um, and again, when it comes to offerings with her, the offering is different here. The offering is the dedication to a path of lifelong learning, the willingness to question even one's deepest beliefs. I think a lot of us in spirituality, we get so bogged down on like, it's this, not that. And we we don't understand that a lot of things exist like in duality. And it's having the courage and the resistance even to what we think we know and letting go of that ego. When it comes to like ego deaths, I, I think that, you know, like a lot of people talk about, you know, the ego death and destroying it in order to be spiritual and free. I personally don't believe in multiple ego deaths in order to reach a higher consciousness. I think that ego is a really powerful way of it's like grounds our spirits our spirit that you know could be in multiple dimensions into this dimension I think of the ego as an anchor and so when when I talk about like don't let your human ego get in the way of you learning don't be so anchored in a certain reality that it you know you can't change your mind and I've I've honestly been guilty of this so many times when I was like, it's only this way. This has been my experience. And then it's like, I learned something completely different and grow because of it. So don't, don't be afraid to change your mind when you're presented with new evidence or tales or ways of doing things. And the other thing here is as well is like, you know, you get a lot of people who go on this dark feminine journey that start commenting on other people's stories. Like, 
that's not what you do. It's this way. That's only serving you. And so it's really to come at this, like, like, how can you come at it from the highest consciousness for yourself and the timeline without going out there and trying to course correct everyone else? And I really just would love that to be honored because I feel like that's how Lilith works. She's not about saying it's not this way, it's that way. She doesn't give a fuck about that. She gives a fuck like how are you sticking to your power? How are you moving forwards? And as a consequence, then we're all moving forwards together. And I think that a lot of people don't mention that when it comes to like working with Lilith and dark feminine energy. So some of the ways that you can work with her are as we're going to do today, is a meditation and visualization. So closing your eyes and visualizing Lilith and then just really breathing and imagining her energy surrounding and flowing through you, like allowing her strength to empower you. So you can imagine her as an energy or as a color like around you. I actually imagine her next to me. I do the same with God. I I imagine God as a person next to me that helps me work with them. Uh, So that's one way you can work with her altar dedication so if you do want an altar for Lilith then you can designate a corner of your altar to Lilith so this could be with symbols associated with her with owls or serpents like red candles dark crystals like obsidian and moon imagery because her symbol is the moon um and this all represents her energy so if 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 her altar helps you connect my god go for it um, invocation as well so if you feel a strong connection you might choose to invoke Lilith during rituals or spells I personally don't really use spells as a witch I sometimes create them for social media to help other people because I can write them and I used to practice them but if you want to use her during like rituals or spells you can I've called on her um, as protection so for instance, if there were very toxic men around that had harmed me, I would say, I call upon you, Lilith, to please protect me, put a boundary from this person with me, keep the cord disconnected, do not let them near me, distract them and make them like walk a different direction as an example. And it works every single time. If I'm walking like sometimes down a dark alley, I'll be like, Lilith, please protect me, guide me, um, make sure that no harm comes to me. So I work with her a lot that way for like protection or boundary setting sometimes when it's needed. Um, you can also work with her during the dark moon and the in the phase of the moon cycle. So Lilith's energy is closely linked to the dark moon. So the time when the moon is not visible in the sky, essentially. This phase is ideal for workings related to introspection, banishing. Lilith is so good for banishing. You want to banish someone out of your life? Lilith's good for that. Um, and connecting with Lilith's energy that way. This is her symbol here. I think it would make such a cute tattoo. I am considering it. So again, study and devotion. So dedicate time to studying Lilith's history, as we talked about. And by understanding her, you are honoring her and yourself. You are building a deeper connection and you are integrating her energy more effectively into your practice. And then again, you can use her symbol. So you can meditate with this symbol. You could, you know, draw it and put it next to your bed if you want a protection or if you're going into a bit of a toxic environment you could put it in your bag or you know any of the above you could get it done as artwork you could get wear it as a necklace if you wanted to so these are all daily reminders you could even draw them on your hand I've got loads of hand tattoos from all the drawings and like sigils that I used to use and now they're like permanent tattoos and I couldn't be happier about it so you could get it as a tattoo as well if you wanted to work with her that way Um, And that essentially is a lot of the overview, very top line about Lilith. And now it'd be, I really would love to take you all through a meditation to connect with her, if that aligns with you, unless you have any questions. No? Okay. So is everyone ready to meditate? And to meet Lilith? Okay. So I would ask you 
to just close down your eyes and get comfortable. And once you are comfortable, just really take in some deep breaths. So in through the nose and then hold at the top and out through the mouth. And I want you to do that a few more times. And as you're doing that, you are relaxing deeper and deeper. Every part of you is relaxing. And I want you to unclench your jaw, really taking those deep breaths. I want you to really get your shoulders comfortable, make sure everything is loose and visualize roots extending from your body deep into the earth, anchoring you firmly into the ground and really just feel a golden light in your heart that is glowing and it's glowing really warm. And as it keeps glowing, it gets bigger and bigger as it extends around you. And I want you to just feel all of that golden divine light covering from your heart that connects you to source. And I want you to see that light beam out of your heart up into the sky to connect with all of your spirit guides and sending them love. And that light spreads out across the whole world, sending everyone love and light and healing and kindness. And I want you to set with that your intention for meeting Lilith tonight. What is your intention? And just think about that as that light comes all the way back down to you, surrounding you in an envelope of protection so you're grounded in below you are attached above and you are safe and then in your mind's eye we're now going to enter into Lilith's realm I want you to envision a moonlit night sky it's a really vast big sky and you are stood underneath it. You might be surrounded by a forest or a desert or any place that you feel connected to the natural world. What can you see around you? What's unfolding? How many stars can you see in the sky? And can you see the moon? It might appear to be a new moon, like Lilith's emblem. And I want you to look at the moon and just feel that connection. And I want you to sense the presence of Lilith in the elements around you. The earth pulsing underneath you. The new moon's radiance above you. And even a whisper of wind around you. As you're looking through this landscape, you see a figure approaching from a distance, walking, maybe even gliding slowly towards you, and you know that you are safe. This is Lilith. And I want you to feel that strength and freedom and wisdom that she embodies. And as she comes closer to you, you can feel that strength, that power, that connection between the two of you. And from your heart, you can see that same light that connected you to the divine connect you to her as it meets between you and her as she comes closer. I want you to notice her features as she becomes clearer. And what does she look like to you? 
How does her presence feel? Just really take a note of slowly of what she looks like. Is she smiling? And what sort of energy does she have? What does her energy feel like to you? In this space is the perfect time to communicate with her. This is a safe space where you are protected. So right now, knowing that you can ask her any questions or get advice from her, I want you to ask the question that you want to ask or alternatively listen to any messages and insights she might have for you. And I'll just give you a minute. Maybe you've got several questions for her. Just really listen to her advice. What is she saying to you? Maybe you feel these as feelings or words, or maybe she's showing you emotions, symbols, or intuitive feelings. If you have a specific intention or request for Lilith, now is the time to express it. Maybe you need help with something. Make your request now. And with that, just really listen to what she says back to you. Visualize now Lilith bestowing upon you a gift. This could be an object, a symbol, or a burst of energy. Which is it for you? I want you to accept this gift with gratitude from her. Feel this energy from this gift merging with your own, empowering you, filling you with strength and courage and wisdom. And as that transformational energy moves all over around your body, you feel like stronger, more powerful as it enlightens and fortifies you. And just share your gratitude with Lilith, knowing that she's here for you whenever you need her guidance. And thank her. And gradually began to pull back from the encounter, thanking her for her presence and wisdom. And just think about everything there you have learned the messages that she has shared with you. Think about what she looked like to you or what she felt like, what she sounded like, and know that you can connect with that at any time again. And then slowly start to bring your awareness back to the physical world, feeling your roots retracting back from your body into the earth. And take a few deep breaths. And whenever you are ready, you can open your eyes. And you can join us back here in this little workshop. And I'd love to hear about what you felt, what insights you got, what you saw, what you heard, if anybody wants to share.
I would like to share if possible. Would love that. Uh, I think at first when I saw her, I kind of felt scared of her. Mm-hmm. Like I was afraid of her. Like she was so, I don't know how to call it, intimidating, Ooh, powerful. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. But after that, I kind of, she kind of gave me a sign that I can approach her and I'm safe to do so. Yeah. How did that feel knowing that you're safe to work with her? She kind of told me that I'm, she's part of me and I'm part of her. So it's like talking to another side of me, if that makes sense. Yes. (laughs) That makes so much sense. So like she's already part of you, so you don't have to be scared of her. Yes, yeah. I like being scared of yourself, which is fine. I've been scared of myself. <laughs> That's sure. amazing. And probably all the signs and the intuition that I haven't listened to a mm. lot. Um, and throughout, I don't know, the last month or so, I just learned that I have to listen to it because all the things I'm getting, they're just real. Yeah, it's all real. Even if it feels like you're going crazy, it's all real. And you are powerful and you deserve to feel powerful. So that's amazing you connected with her. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank you very much for this. I think you asked me a question as well. Did you ask me where my Lilith is? Yes. Yeah, I was just curious. Oh, so my black moon is Aries, which is opposite to my Libra sun. And then my... Um, so that's my mean Lilith. My true Lilith, I believe, is Pisces. And I think my asteroids Libra, and then the dark moon is in Leo. Okay, that's good. Thank you. Thank you. Would anyone else like to share? Do you or Kaylee? Did you meet Lilith? It was that was really, really interesting. Um <laughs> So I felt, initially I felt, I don't think scared's the right word, but like my heart was like going. And then I felt, it was a really positive experience. And I felt like during it, she was pacing around me and kind of sussing me out. But at the end, I was kind of left with the feeling that like, okay, this is fine for like, like in a good way, it's fine for now. But almost like she was sussing me out before I could then ask her a question. I didn't really... I set my intention, the question that I intended to ask, but didn't really ask her directly. Um, But it was really positive at the end, but it was almost like a meet, like, because I think I've never, I haven't thought about working with her before. It was more like a a real intro rather than like, don't, let's uh, let's not ask a question right now. (laughs) Like, let's just introduce, see each other, that kind of thing. Um, But it was really good. It was really interesting. Um, But yeah, pacing around me was the main, the, the main thing. That's so cool. It's almost like cat-like. It was very cat-like. Yeah, I feel like she is quite cat-like that way, you know, like, and she'll she'll come to you if you're on a, like, sort of similar energy. So I love that sort of introduction as well. Mm, It was almost like I was, yeah, there to see what she was about, but also it was, yeah, a mutual thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, she's, like, trying to see if it aligns because, like I said, she doesn't work Mm. with anyone which is really interesting because you know some gods and goddesses they'll work with anyone um but I don't feel like because it's not to say that you have to be special to work with her it's just that not everyone's the right vibe for it um Mm. you know I mean like not everyone's a seeker so that's really cool Mm -mm, really 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 enjoyed that was really interesting yes and like I said so good for sacred rage Mm. love that for us um amazing thank you for sharing how about you Dee how was that for you yeah I I kind of got a similar sense that she was approaching me in the dark and and it's just such a powerful presence Mm. you know it's quite kind of you have to really kind of hold your nerve to feel her approaching you through through the dark I felt and and I felt the same kind of similar sense of her checking me out in a way as you know as I was kind of regarding her but yeah so when you ask you know ask her a question or what she's what she conveying to you there was a really interesting moment which really took me by surprise where in my meditation she took her hand and 
tapped underneath her chin with the back of her hand as if that kind of like keep you, you know, like raise your head kind of action which kind of I just was quite kind of taken aback by but I thought wow it was like kind of I remember who you are kind of gesture yes! you know head up. yeah so like it was yeah I loved it I thought that was amazing oh mate that's so cool that's made my day I love that this is happening and I, I got this vibe from her because I was just channeling then and she was like yes I was checking them out really like their energy I think there's a lot we can do together that's the message that's coming through from her right now she's with all three of you she's like there's a lot we can do together and for all of you that will be watching this that aren't here live with us now and I think as long as you're willing and open and like you said holding your own not that she's not oh Kaylee said she handed me a mirror I forgot to say what happened when she handed you the mirror so I was thinking when I was thinking about my intention it was about getting to know who I was that's kind of yeah. you know getting to know what the real me was and that's when she handed the mirror to me and kind Ooh. of held how as she kind of handed it to me touched both hands so I thought it was really interesting what Dee said then about kind of her lifting the chin up kind of sort of thing I related to that like but yeah she handed me a mirror wow that's so interesting I have recently started doing a lot of mirror work um, which I used to find really difficult because I couldn't really look myself in the mirror because of esteem. And then I now, and it feels quite a Lilith thing to do. I'll be like, I love you. You are fucking fabulous. I'm so proud of you for this or this or this. And that really feels like some Lilith energy right there. Mm. And that shit changed my confidence in a few weeks. It was crazy. Then like I could look at myself in photos and all this stuff I used to avoid, um, and I really feel like that is Lilith energy as well. So both of you saying, you know, like keeping the chin up, like know who you are, get to know yourself. So interesting. Mm. Yeah, she's all about that. That's why I love her because she really wants us to succeed. That's really cool. Well, that's amazing, ladies. I'm really, really glad that you got to see her and know her um I'll send this as a recording to you all as well which has got like the different ways to work with her but yeah if you start seeing different signs you'll start laughing to yourself like I was on a walk the other day and I saw all of these crows and I was like hey Lilith you know it's just um she likes to play a little and in a in a fun way not to scare you so yeah, I think that you guys will really enjoy working with her. She's so good for empowerment. And that I think is what how you change the world by empowering women specifically. So amazing. Thank you so much for attending today. It was so nice to like meet both of you that I've not met before. And sorry for Eventbrite not sending that link. I think we've um oh d thank you um we've we've got through it anyways but yeah thank you for being part of this i hope to see you at other ones soon we've got a past lives visualization coming up on the 5th of december thank you kaylee i'm glad you enjoyed it thank you for always being my biggest supporter so if you guys want to time travel and see your past lives would love to join you on that and i think i might do something else for the end of november as well so um i'll let you guys know okay i hope you have a fabulous night evening whatever wherever you are in the world and if you would like to join our cosmic community it's 11 pounds a month and you can access these every month and then get the replays as well so thank you everyone thank you thank bye. you have a good bye, night everyone. thank you so much bye, bye. Thank you. And there you go. That is another episode of Cosmic Everything. Thank you so much for joining me. It was amazing to hang out with you in the cosmos. If you want to continue hanging, you can follow us at The Cosmic Co on TikTok, The Cosmic Co underscore on Instagram. And you can also book me for readings, including how to manifest with astrology, a report just for you based on your birth chart, or a psychic reading, or even messages from your spirit guide so if you need any help with any of that get in touch and let's hang out there too in the astral okay i'll see you soon